0: The Accounting Influencers podcast. Cutting through the crap to bring you the very best interviews, insights and wisdom from the planet's most influential people in the accounting and fintech world. The Accounting Influencers podcast. And a big shout out to one of our special podcast partners, dex.com. They were receipt bank. They've been through a great rebound. There's a lot of great stuff going on there Martin, isn't there a dex? You know what, Rob? I always speak to accounting firms about having a strong, uh, clearly articulated value proposition really early on in their messaging. You know, as soon as you see that firm, it tells you something. When I go to Dex.com, that's D-E-X-T dot com, it says right in front of me, we make accountants and bookkeepers and the businesses you advise more productive, profitable, and powerful, with better data and insights. Those three illustrative P's there, productive, profitable, and powerful. What a great clear value proposition. So as accounting practitioners listening to this, if you're looking to make your firm more productive, profitable, and powerful, not just for you, But for the businesses you advise, go to dext.com, that's D-E-X-T.com, and start a free trial or book a demo. Love that. Dext gives you more time and better data to advise on your clients' businesses. So your accountants, get over to dext.com. Thank you. 25,000 listeners in 150 countries. To give you the lowdown on various aspects of the accounting world and help you advance what you're doing, raise your game. And we're talking about employer brand today. I did an episode recently on what works with your employer brand website and spoke briefly about how your accounting practice, your accounting firm website, or even if you're a fintech vendor serving the accounting profession, how your site is conflicted in that it's trying to attract new business. So you need to talk about your service lines, your areas of expertise, your products, your strengths, your content, your thought leadership, but your staff are not interested in that. Your potential employees are not interested in that. So your site also has to talk about vacancies, your values, your culture, what it's like working there. Are you a fun place to be? What is career progression in your firm, in your practice, in your company? So this all speaks to employer brand. It's become a really hot topic over the last few years in the war for talent, the great resignation, people are deciding that they don't want to work in places anymore where it's not fun to work and they're recalibrating their lives, looking at various things. So when we looked at employer brand website, we looked at the kind of things that you should be sending out by way of messaging to your potential employees. So today I'd like to talk about getting started with employer brand for accounting firms predominantly. And if you're already on with this, as I'm sure your firm is, then you will recognize that in the War for Talent, you've got to be putting over a good employee brand proposition. And if you're just getting started with this or you want to benchmark what you're doing with what I'm about to tell you, I do talks for accounting networks, associations, alliances, and I also help accounting firms create employer brand content with videos of their staff. So I interview the staff on Zoom, just like we record this podcast, and get them to tell their stories about why your firm is a great place to work. So if you want to talk to us about that, get in touch with us at the podcast and find Rob Brown on LinkedIn i am handling on this topic, so Martin Bissett is letting me get on with this because it's a topic that's really close to my heart. And let's look at the benefits of employer brand, and then I'm going to give you a tip for how to really get started with it. And the key benefit for you is that it helps you attract new talent. And In this modern world of talent acquisition, employer branding says that you are a great place to work, and it's used for communicating with your current employees that they are safe where they are, they're in the right place, as well as your potentially new employees, which are often a a passive workforce. They don't necessarily want to change, but if you can put something better in front of them, they probably will. And all the research shows that uh, a good employer brand has a direct impact on your talent acquisition. And those firms with better reputations for looking after their employees have higher quality and more satisfied staff. And that candidate experience Candidates being somewhere that will potentially work with you is significantly improved and you retain those people longer if you have a strong employer brand. So the benefits are legion. Uh, Let me give you a few stats here. Seventy five percent of candidates research a firm's reputation and employer brand before applying for a job. So they're looking for certain things. 83% of employers say that employer brand plays a significant role in their ability to hire the right talent. And 69% of candidates would not accept a job in a firm with a bad reputation, even if it means that they wouldn't have a job. So clearly employer brand has got something to say. And research also tells us that a strong employer Brand experience reduces your employer turnover rate. So you retain staff a lot better. I saw one stat said 84% of employees would leave their current firm if they received an offer from a firm with a better reputation. There's something going on there. So reduction in your employee turnover rate, reduction in cost per hire, time to hire is faster when your employer brand is stronger, and you get 50% more qualified candidates. That comes from Glassdoor. In addition, Glassdoor estimates that 95% of potential candidates say a firm's employer brand is a critical factor when deciding whether to apply for a job or not. 75% of job seekers are likely to apply if they see a firm actively managing its employer brand. You're getting the message here, aren't you? A good employer brand is a no-brainer because everyone's hiring right now. It is a candidate's market. So what is exactly... So... Exactly what is employer branding? Well, you've got an employer brand, your firm, and whether you're a leader, senior partner, firm, owner, managing partner, and you are in a hiring role, maybe you're in HR, or you lower down the food chain, you are an associate, a trainee, uh, an, an early hire, a new hire. Employer branding affects you because you want to attract the right talent, but you want to see the employer brand and make sure you're in the right place. Because if you're not, boom, the great resignation. You'd be looking elsewhere. So it's important that your firm gets it right, and it's important you as an employee have your steering wheel on the hand of your own career, and you know that you're in the right place. So you should be looking out for a lot of these things. So you've got an employer brand. It exists. It's been experienced every day, whether you realize it or not. And it's made up of multiple things like the policies, processes, programs, culture, rewards, benefits, perks that you offer prospective candidates in your firm. It's your reputation. It's your credibility as an employer. It's your promise to new hires. It's how people perceive your firm's values, how they perceive the work environment. It's your promise to your employees and your staff. And it enables you to recruit, retain, and engage the right people. And think about this. You've probably got growth targets for your firm. Maybe you've got personal growth targets, commercial targets that you want to hit for a new business. You cannot deliver on your growth targets without more capacity, more resource, more people, better people. So if you're going to deliver on the promises you're making to your clients around great service, a great client experience, if you want to grow your firm, increase your profitability, if you want the ability to say no to the wrong kind of work, then you need a strong employer brand. You need a strong reputation because otherwise people are not even going to apply for vacancies at your place. So you've got to start by auditing your personal brand. This is the, the getting started piece now. We know that employer brand is critical. So you've got to ask some questions around what your employer brand is right now. And auditing means asking, where are you now? How is your firm currently communicated to, to the public and to current employees that you are the go-to firm to work and how you're any different as an employer than anybody else? And you've got to remember an accountant, they could go into industry as an accountant. They could go and work for another sector entirely as an accountant. Uh, a friend of my wife's, his son is an accountant in a gym. So there are many opportunities out there. People don't have to work in practice with an accounting qualification. So here is where you might take out some surveys or conduct some informal employees, informal informal interviews, pardon me, with your employees and get a handle on what your staff think about why you are a good place to work or indeed what it's like working there. You may think they're happy, but unless you hear it from them, you don't know. And unless you give them a forum, a conversation, a means to communicate confidentially or candidly what it is like working there and how your culture plays out on a day-to-day basis, then you're not going to fully know. Look at what people are saying on social media about their job. Uh, You can get reviews on employer review websites like Glassdoor. You can hire an external company to monitor the reputation of your brand as an employer and find out what your current your firm currently does well and what your employees love about working with you and find out what needs improving because unless you've got a solid idea of where you stand you're not able to pinpoint what you want to change and here's a little case study i came across which was with goldman sachs this is a brand that you will know they surveyed more than 40,000 people on various metrics to gauge the perceptions of the company in the eyes of their staff, around things like reputation, what are people saying about us, whats what are we doing on diversity? And some unfavorable words continue to crop up in their findings, including competitive, elitist, and cutthroat. Now Goldman Sachs did not want to be known as that. Whether they are that, in fact, who knows? I don't work for Goldman Sachs, I don't speak for them. But what this survey did was lead them to start a campaign called Day in the Life. And Day in the Life aimed to set the record straight to show what it's really like to work at Goldman Sachs and attract the next generation of talent. So you've got to get a handle on what your employer brand is like right now, what your own staff are saying about you. Then you can create an employer brand strategy so you get clear on specific goals. You can start to think about, what your employer brand should look like? What should it say about you? What do you want candidates out there in the labor market to see and hear about you? What do you want them to feel when they come into contact with any contact, any content, any thought leadership, any social media posts, any looks and feels from your website? What do you want them to feel when they come into contact with your firm? Where do you want to be seen and heard as the accounting firm of choice? And do you know you key objectives with your employer brand and how you rank these in terms of priority. For instance, are you looking for more qualified candidates uh, or greater diversity in your workplace? Do you want the lower end of the market and the new entrants and the grads? Do you want some lateral hires and senior hires? Are you looking for greater awareness with your employer brand of what your firm does and stands for and communication of your values? Do you just want to put your vacancies out? There's lots of things your employer brand could do. So you've got to get a handle on auditing what it is right now, then you can start to think about how you communicate your brand and whether you're consistent with your messaging and communication and where your brand shows up. And then people are going to see what you stand for. And like I said before, this is not to attract new clients. That's your corporate brand. You need that too, but separately, this is about attracting new talent. So it's your values, your your business goals have all got to be in alignment with your employer brand. And what would an employee think when they walk through your door for the first time? How does your culture look in real life? 94% of executives and 88% of employees believe that a distinct company culture is important to business success. So crafting your own culture is vital to attracting the right caliber of candidate. And I read somewhere, this doesn't mean beanbag chairs and office beer fridges. Another other things that the millennials want, the table tennis, ping pong tables, the foosballs. Yeah, that's cool. We can all be a Google, can't we? But it's focusing more on the environment that your employees are working in. And I'll share more with this on future episodes, but you've got to be flexible and open them to them working on the road, at home, in the office. What's your policy as long as the work gets done? So lots for you to think about in auditing what your brand is right now, people to ask, a reputation to gauge. Once you've got a handle on that, you can start to set some goals. So that's getting started with your employer brand. We'll take a look in future weeks at employee well-being, rewarding your staff properly, and wrapping up the whole employer brand situation with a checklist of things that you should be doing. That's it for today. Go and do something about it if you're lower down the food chain and shape your employer brand from the inside out. And if you're in a hiring position, make sure you've got a handle on what your messages are saying to the outside world. See you next time.